Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Hyperconscious Podcast. Alan, what is Hyperconscious? Once you understand why something is the way that it is, now you have the power to change it. Great conversations with great people and great questions are the keys to the kingdom of unlocking your consciousness. Every single action that you do starts as a thought. When you control the way you think, you will control the way you act, and you will control the way you live. That is hyper-conscious. Geographically? Geographically. Geographically. This is cool. So I would say make sure that pretty face is shown. Yes, true. They're going to want to see that thing. They're going to want to see that thing, Alan. That face. You good? Ready? Ladies and gentlemen, we hope you enjoyed our latest episode where Alan interviewed Mawa. Oh, yeah. Up next, we have a very special Small Talks episode. What are we talking about today, Alan? The one and only kind of two words, self-love. Yes. Combined into one. Yes. So I have one definition here. Before I read it, though, real quick, just a friendly reminder about the mailing list. We have hyper-conscious morning minutes every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Right now, if you go to the website, it should prompt you to put your email address in and kickstart your days right. Also, we are still, by we, I mean me, doing the 20-minute <laughs> calls. Um, so if you want to do a 20-minute call with me, we'll talk about whatever's going on in your life. And I can personally thank you for being such an amazing listener. Give me a DM at Never Quit Kid, and we will get it going. Perfect. So, now let's uh, go ahead. You jump start. into self-love. You want to start? I do. Okay. So first, I want to say thank you to Elisa for reaching out and recommending self-love. This is a good one. So there's only one definition on this, which is good, because normally there's a whole bunch i got to shift through. But the instinct by which one's actions are directed to the promotion of one's own welfare or well-being, especially an excessive regard for one's own advantage. The interesting thing about self-love is that I think it's very correlated with, again, sort of like the definition says, like what is best for you, not just right now, but also in the long term. I think we've talked about this a little bit in the past, but at a time where I think, well, I won't say self-love is at an all-time low because I don't think it is, but I think that a lot of people are so lost and stuck in comparisons with other people. Mm. I, I firmly believe self-discipline and self-love are connected. 100%. When you prove to yourself that you're capable of doing something and you do it over and over and you prove to yourself that you have discipline, you're more likely to be happy with what you're doing. And I think that doesn't necessarily equate to self-love, but just for an example, um, I did a 20-minute call with a listener recently. She messaged me this morning and said, I got up at 5.30 today. I'm so proud of myself. Yes. That was just a hope when we talked. Now, she's going to most likely be more proud of herself, which leads into self-love, that she set a goal and she accomplished the goal. Yeah, it's self-love and self-respect, I think, go hand in hand as yeah. well. So I wrote a couple different quotes down on here. I did a lot of research for this episode. So 
you always have a choice. You can do what's popular or you can do what you personally believe in. And I think that we all have this sort of inner barometer of, you know, we if we give in to peer pressure, we tend to like disrespect ourselves and kind of feel worse about ourselves. Whereas if we stay true to our own beliefs and our own values, we, we feel good. You know, and I think that that's a very high form of self-love. When I think of self, you and I are going to be, I think we're going to be different on this. Like Let's we, do it. Like we often are. When I think of self-love, I think about, like I would think about a listener who, we always talk about my insecurity when it comes to being short, mm. right? So it's like, I still have to love that about myself because I'm not going to be able to change it. So how do you do that? You have to change your relationship with it. I, right. I firmly believe right. that self-love is an appreciation of your quirks, of your uniqueness, of your, the things that make you different. Now, right. because I struggle with being shorter than people, I, it makes me funny. Right. Because that's how I lighten the mood when I'm not feeling as confident. So, you know, self-love, it's such a fine line, man. I want you to love yourself no matter what, but I want you to love yourself enough to know that if you want to get better, then you should. Right. That that's what self love is to like me. It, simultaneously. It's yeah, it's it's right. knowing that <laughs> you are enough as you are, but you're also capable of being as much as you want. Right. Simultaneously. Yeah. It's a whole thing. It is a whole thing. So um we've said this quote on the podcast several times, but I think it goes with this episode more than ever. Um I wrote this on my Instagram. If you had a friend who broke as many promises to yourself or to you as you have to yourself how much would you value that friendship? So self-love and self-value are kind of synonymous. And again, if it, it all comes down to what you want more of in your life. Like, So for example, I put an example down here. Going to the gym to exercise. We all know that we should go to the gym and exercise. Maybe it's not the gym for you. Maybe it's running, whatever it is. But we all should be exercising. I think that's you know a form of self-love versus staying in and watching Netflix. Now, if you know you should exercise but you'd rather stay in and watch ex- watch Netflix, but you choose to go exercise anyway, I think that's a form of self-love by keeping that promise to yourself, you know? We're, I just want you to know we're never going to get a sponsorship from Netflix because we crap on them so much. <laughs> we don't have anything against them. It's just yeah. it's the easiest example to I watch Netflix to too. Yeah, right. I just, too. Not at the expense of the gym. Right, right. right. Not instead of doing something that will make you better. Make you better, uh, Unless exactly. it's like an R&R time. So how do we know when to watch Netflix for R&R versus going to the gym. Oh, there's this fine line. There's this fine right. line between again, it are you okay with getting to your goal a little bit later? Yeah. There's that. And then there's sometimes you need a rest. Yeah. Like a client of mine was going through a lot of shit. I said, "Look, you just need a mental reset." Yeah. Don't worry about go back to basics. Don't worry about anything but the basics. Yep. Sometimes that sometimes that's necessary and that's right. fine. But you'll know if you feel guilty after you did it because yes. you know you were capable of doing what you were supposed to and you you consciously know, it's not your mind playing tricks on you, you consciously know like, shit, it's 65 degrees out, I definitely could have gone for a run today Yeah, and I didn't because I'd rather sit here and watch Netflix. Yeah, did you let yourself down? Yeah. And this all depends on what your goal is, oh, what yeah. your goals are, it's, right? So it's so, totally unique to you. Yeah. Um, so I wrote another quote down. This is also on my Instagram. Will I regret it if I don't do this? If not, no worries. If yes, it looks like it's time for an overwhelming moment of courage. So again, and the example I put 
uh, here, I have a client actually who counts moments of courage each week. We count them up. I have her reflect on the week and say, were there any other overwhelming moments of courage that you can think of, even small ones? And because she wants to be more courageous. Mm-hmm. And I think those courageous moments of like doing it, even when you don't want to do it, are a form of self-love. I do the same thing every night. Right. You do? Yep. Moments of courage? I, I, they're uh, fear chasing. Oh, perfect. Every time I do something that... Exactly. Same idea. Yep. Right. Yep. Uh, we actually graph this, too, over time. It's oh, huge. Yeah. It's, it's So far, she's getting averaging three per week. Um, so here's an example uh, for her, and I'll keep this anonymous, obviously. Um, someone mistreats you at work, and you can either stand up for yourself in a respectful way, obviously. I wrote that down. Or just kind of tolerate the mistreatment. Now... This is a fine line because how do you know when to speak up versus when to to just kind of let it pass by? And I think that sometimes you have to choose. A lot of people who are listeners of this podcast have, you know, Kevin's talked to them. I've talked to them via DM and things like that. A lot of them identify as being people pleasers. Yeah. And I think that it's important to want to be a good person, but... Maybe it, it, if it's predicated on you being afraid of being judged, then maybe it would be more self-love to like stand up for yourself sometimes. So, um, for example, people-pleasing someone, I, I think sometimes you have to choose between being respected and being liked. Like, if someone does mistreat you at work, how many times do you have to allow that before you speak up for yeah. yourself? And I think that's, that's a, a form one. of self-love. That is. Right? That is. So, I think self-love... It's it's a lot of self-love, and I, I don't think it even really... People don't talk about it. It's also the way that you think, and it's the way that you talk to yourself. Mm. So I'm very big, as you know, and as the listeners know, I'm very big on positive affirmations yep. and saying what you're grateful for. Now, the, the gratitude is going to help you figure out, even if you think you're in the worst place you've ever been, you have a lot of things to be grateful for. Yeah. You know, you definitely, if you're breathing, you have something to be grateful for. Right. And I know it's not always easy to frame it that way, but that... You know, that's why gratitude practices are so big. But when it comes to affirmations, you have certain thoughts about yourself. Everybody does. That you repeat. Yeah. And a lot of them are negative. And we don't even realize they're negative because they're quote unquote normal to us. Right. One amazing form of self-love is telling yourself something that you genuinely love about yourself. Right. What's an example? Let's give the, the I, example for I, you. I, what I do love, you love about yourself? I love how selfless I am when it comes to like my love. I, I love giving love to people. Right. And I love how much stronger I am it's not than true. Kevin. Not true. <laughs> it's not true, guys. No, I'm just kidding. It's, but it's seriously Unless it's, not. it's incline barbell bench Maybe press. Maybe not. <laughs> Anybody who's been to the gym with us knows that you're stronger. Yeah. For Sean, now. Trina, Amy, Emily, you can all you can all attest to this <laughs> for, for now. sure. Um, for now. You made me lose my train of thought. I know. I'm sorry. God. I tried to make a funny. I know. I'm trying to be you. Leave it to me. I'm I really love how funny I am. <laughs> oh Jesus. You see, I would say you're delusional. We're gonna do an episode on that. But so I just want people to realize like if you might maybe you don't get complimented every day by somebody. Right. But that doesn't mean you can't compliment yourself. Mm. That doesn't mean you can't be you know, grateful and happy for the things that you have. Maybe you think you, you're super funny. Maybe you think you bring a unique perspective to every single conversation right. and you're really, really good at listening. Like, there are things that you do that I am not good at. 100%. Right? Give yourself credit for the things that you're good at. Right. Yeah, that's, that's self love. That's, that is self love. That's, that's huge. So at the beginning of my coaching calls, we do a SWOT analysis. We do strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. In other words, wins, losses, refocuses, and bottlenecks. And so we always start with wins. We do this with our mastermind calls too. Why? Because 
I think building first start with self love, and I think you and I aren't as good at that as we could be. No, we, we were telling um, Summer and Kim, people that we mastermind with each week, that we're really hard on ourselves, and sometimes we should probably relish in the wins a little more. Yeah, right. I would say I would honestly say, and, and being transparent, that when it comes to smelling the roses along the way, we don't do that very well at all. Right. It literally is like a three-second thing, and then we do, okay, what did we screw up? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. right after this episode, we'll probably talk about what we could do better, because yes. we want to be better. Yeah. But I think we could also talk about what we did well. Yeah. Right. What do you do for self-love? Because we have 30 seconds. <laughs> so what do you do, what do you do for self-love, Mr. Alan Lazarus? So, I think that... <sighs> The highest form of self-love is, like you said at the beginning, self-discipline. So anything that's in your own best interest. So taking care of yourself regarding foam rolling. I'm always happy when I do it after I'm done doing it. But beforehand, I'm always like, ah, this is a pain. Yeah. Right? So this is about to go off. And that's our 10-minute episode. We need to get a um, a hyper-conscious... Right. Ringtone. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to make that happen. I think we should make that happen. I think for the listeners, most of them might not... They might not like foam rolling as much as you do. Yeah. Because you're a robot, as we say so often. <laughs> um, but what is it for you if you're listening? Is it a walk in the park? Mm. Do you like photography? Like, right. do things that make yourself feel good. Do th- take a bath with candles and, and listen to music. Like... It's so, it's so like many Kevin things. does like, alone on <laughs> Thursday night. I, I knew you were going to say that. What's tonight? Tuesday? Yeah. Two, two more days. Yeah. Um, I think you have to figure out what makes you feel good. What unique things make you feel better? What makes you appreciate yourself? What are the thoughts that empower you? Like self-love is about loving yourself, you know, regardless of... It's this fine line. You have to love yourself regardless of where you are, but you also have to understand that you are capable of more. So so reach for something greater than you while appreciating your uniqueness and amazingness. That is what self-love is to me. Yeah. I I think it's self-love is is doing something that you'll be glad you did even though you might not want to do it in the moment. Yeah. It really does come down to doing things that are good for you not just right now but also in the long run. Um, I think that if it makes you happier, healthier, or more in love, you should do more of it. If it if it doesn't make you healthier, happier, and more in love, then you sh- probably shouldn't shouldn't do it. I think that's self love, really. Um, this is this is an interesting one for sure. The last quote that I want to say here Quickly. that was on my Instagram is: "Self discipline is the highest form of self love. It's pushing yourself to do that which you know is what's best for you." And uh, the example I used on that was, again, going to the gym and exercising like you know you want to versus staying in and watching Netflix. Why not do both? Yeah, Netflix on the treadmill. I actually put (laughs) a uh, post up on Instagram today. Hang on to people, places, ideas, and actions that make you feel alive. I think that's part of what self-love is, and that's why I posted that. Ladies and gentlemen, I think we said we were going to do 10 minutes, and I think we're at like 14. We are always over because we like to talk. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Up next, we have an episode that is all about... The A and B side of things. So you cannot get the result without getting the byproduct of the result, which is usually the, the late nights, the early mornings, the hard workouts, the sweaty workouts, whatever it is. Right. right? So you're not going to get the result unless you put in the effort. So we're going to do an episode on that next. Can't wait. And uh, keep loving yourselves. And we will talk to you later. Talk to you soon. Bye. 
Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so very much for listening to another episode of the Hyperconscious Podcast. Going hyperconscious will absolutely change your life because if you understand why something is the way it is, now you have the power to change it. If you going hyperconscious with us has changed your life in any way, please share this episode with one of your friends because the more people that go hyperconscious, the better this world's going to be for everybody. And if you would kindly leave us a five star review on iTunes, that would help us make more people hyperconscious and we would be greatly appreciative. Thank you. Bye.